You're listening to the Brand Interrupted Podcast, a space dedicated to inspire, teach, and heal through the power of story, resilience, and vulnerability. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Brittany Hammond, filmmaker, personal brand strategist, and the founder of Untamed Lifestyle and Business. Each week, I'll be bringing to you guest entrepreneurs, artists, authors, speakers, and influencers, and a series of real, raw, and unfiltered conversations around the courage to be yourself, the audacity to embrace your life and business, and how to speak your truth. Alrighty. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Brand Interrupted Podcast. I am so excited for today's guest, Claudia. We have known each other for almost a decade now, and we met at the mere age of 18 when we started running our first businesses, and I'm just so excited to introduce you guys to her because I think she has so much to share, and even myself watching Claudia over the years, I just think she is so strong and has so much courage and so much knowledge that she can share with you guys. So welcome to the show. How are you doing, Claudia? Hi, thank you so much. Um, I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. Um, Thank you so much for having me on here. I'm really excited. You're welcome. So let's give the listeners uh, just a little general overview. Tell us a little bit about yourself briefly, how you got into business and uh, what your current business is. Sure. Um, So yeah, my name is Claudia Frack. I am currently in the health and wellness industry. Um, But as you had mentioned before, uh, I started being interested in business when I was, you know, 18, 19 years old in university. And that actually stemmed, now I have no background in business. So just to let you guys know, um, but that stemmed from me just really wanting to take control of my future and my life and my finances at the time. Um, university is very expensive. And my dad was a single father. Uh, I had lost my mom to cancer when I was 11. So throughout my whole childhood, I've always been that person to, you know, work two, three jobs and make it easier on dad. And so when I was in university, I knew how crazy expensive that would be. And I didn't want to put all of that on him. And I also didn't want to come out of school with crazy amounts of debt. And so I was approached at school to have a window cleaning uh, franchise. So long story short with that, I actually did that. I got interviewed. That's actually how I met you, uh, Brittany. And then um, through that, I did that for five years. So that really helped me learn a lot about business. It actually made me interested in business. And it did help me with school. So uh, why I did it in the first place is, you know, was to pay for school. And it actually did work. And so that really opened my eyes to what's possible in the future for me because that franchise, it was a student franchise, so it wasn't forever. And, uh, and I was kind of looking for the next thing in my life around, you know, I was probably 24 ish at the time, but during that time, something actually happened, which, um, made me really have to think about my future very quickly. And that was, you know, my dad getting sick with cancer and having already experienced with that, I knew what we were up against and I knew how difficult the road ahead was going to be. And me being the next person in line, you know, to pay for bills and take care of dad, uh, I had a lot of pressure on me. And at 24 years old, it's a a lot to ask for somebody, uh, you know, to pick up all the finances, to take care of him, to take him to, you know, appointments and just to even just to focus on myself. You know, I was still trying to figure out who I was and what I wanted to be and what I wanted to do. And so um, crazy enough, I was approached again to, to start a business. And this was the one that I'm currently in, in, in the health and wellness industry. And, uh, it was in network marketing. So I'm sure many of you know what that is already, but, um, I, you know, I just hit the ground running with that. I, I understood how great of an opportunity it was. I understood it was going to be difficult. Uh, but when, 
you're faced with something like cancer and faced with, you know, difficulties with finances, you'll do anything to help your family. And this was my opportunity to really, you know, help the family, but not work my whole life away. Like I needed to be there physically and mentally for my dad while he was going through all this. And so I knew having my own business was going to allow me time freedom to really take care of my dad. But was it was also a chance for me to really, you know, take my finances and, and, decide what it is I wanted to make, right? So in, in network marketing, you decide how much you make by the your willingness to work and how much effort you want to put into it. And so I just hit the ground running and uh, it's been an amazing experience for me so far. So um, yeah, I, that's, that's a little bit about uh, my background. And, and now it's been about five, almost five and a half years that I've been running my business. And I've done several things in between that, but um, that's my main source of, of income. And that's my main source of, you know, of my future. Like that's, this is what I'm doing for the rest of my life. And I'm just so passionate about it now that I just want to help so many other people with, you know, taking control of their lives and, and being able to do something that they're very proud of. Mm, totally. I just want to swing back around to the college pro action days because like similar to you, I, I don't, I was never even interested in business. I mean, I see now how that fits in my life, but when I was 18, like I was just, I was like still in high school, you know, just finishing high school. And my motivation for that was I have to pay for university And I didn't know how I was, how I was going to do that. And, you know, it was kind of like a, I I was bitter towards my parents back in the day for like making me come up with the money to pay for school, but it, it really created that, um, foundation for me. And, you know, even to be like in a creative field, like I'm still able to apply those principles. And one thing I wanted to, um, just highlight is, I guess, I mean, even when I look at you, I mean, we had so much pressure on us. And there was one thing that like, I always, and I, I'm sure I've told you this, like in our own private discussions, like, I just always remember seeing you as like so strong and just really being able to handle conflict so well. Um, how, how were you able to find balance between like your business and life? And is that something that came you know, within your first business or did you, did that almost catapult you into like moving on to your current business? That's a good question. Cause I think I'm always still trying to find balance. I think that's an ongoing thing that people just need to work on because every day is a different day and every week and there's always new challenges and things coming up. So you always have to figure out how to find your balance. But, um, I think I learned that at a young age, having, you know, being in school at the time it was high school. Um, I had two, sometimes three jobs, uh, and you know, I had a great social life. Like I always made time for friends and family. Um, and I had like a million and one hobbies. So I was always a crazy busy person and it came down to scheduling for me. And so I was able to take those skills and actually utilize them into my first and my second business. Um, And, you know, I think it got harder. I think it's harder now for me um, with balance, but I'm uh, like still working on it uh, just because of, you know, taking care of my dad. I was really out of balance for probably a year or two when, when he became sick because, you know, I was in different jobs at the time that I didn't love. Uh, I was in, uh, I went back to school. So I have uh, a degree from university and I also have two diplomas from college. So I've always been like running a business and in school full time. So balance for me was not that I was always balanced, but I found a way to prioritize what was most important for me to work on, you know, in a certain moment or day or week. And so I think that's what it comes down to is it's not always about being balanced because I'm not always balanced. Like, 
and and I will be the first to admit that. But um, I I'm really good at prioritizing what's important for me. So there were some times where I had to you know say no to my friends and not go out, and other times you know not go on a vacation when I really wanted to go, or you know not be able to buy birthday presents or Christmas presents because I had to put my money into something that was more important. And so I had a lot of sacrifices and, um, that helped me with balance, whether it was financial balance or it was, you know, time balance and just emotional balance. Uh, you just, I think it really comes down to writing everything down if you have to and, and figuring out all the things that you need to do, whether it's with family, friends, business, school, whatever it is, and then write down what's most important for you. And if that means making some sacrifices short term, then it means making sacrifices. So uh, it wasn't always pretty. It wasn't always nice. I didn't you know, I had issues with friends because they wanted to spend time with me, but um, they understood, you know, at the end of the day that there were certain things I couldn't do uh, for a certain amount of time in order to hit certain goals or in order to be there for my dad or in order to save money to, you know, pay for bills. So uh, it's, it really isn't about balance. I think for, for me, it's, and, and I think for a lot of people, it's, it's prioritizing what's most important in your life. Yeah. And that's something that, you know, you hear a lot of people speaking in the online space about like, you can have it all. And like, you don't need to make sacrifices. And like, I feel like from my own experience, like that was not my reality, like similar to you. Like I did have to make conscious decisions. Like, you know, what am I going to have to sacrifice temporarily to accomplish the goals that I'm focusing on, on right now? Yeah. I really like that you brought that up. So do you believe that that we can have it all without sacrifice? Or do you believe that we do need to make conscious decisions about um you know what we're working on or where we're focusing our attention? I think if when it comes to business and it comes to, you know, bigger goals and stuff like that, um where you need to spend a lot of time and energy to get yourself moving. Cause you know, business isn't easy. You don't just start one day and you have everything figured out. Um, you're always going to have some kind of sacrifices and they could be, you, you could have them all or you could have, you know, a few, it just really depends what your life looks like. But, um, for me, it was, you know, I had financial sacrifices. I couldn't buy things or couldn't do things that cost certain amounts of money um, because I was saving or investing or, you know, putting that money into just groceries, you know? Uh, so um, there was those sacrifices. Sometimes you'll see sacrifices with your spouse or your best friends or your family. Like there are times where I have to tell the people I love most that I love spending time with that I, I can't spend time with them in the short term. So that might mean me working extra hours, um, my business or whatever I'm, I was doing, uh, and not seeing them as often or not being able to have dinner with them and coming home, you know, hours later and eating dinner by myself because I needed to get that work done or I needed to go to that event or I needed to do that business uh, meeting. So I think, I think you're, so people are always going to come across um, some kind of sacrifice. And I think, that's what really uh, sets people apart who become successful in business and those who really struggle because sometimes it's really hard to make sacrifices, especially when it affects the people closest to you um, or it affects, you know, your friendships and stuff like that. So I think that that's just part of business and part of growing and doing something different for yourself. And you can't really avoid it, but for everyone, it, it might look a little different. So I've just experienced a little bit of all of them. <laughs> mm, I can so relate on like every level, like been a number of times that I've told friends, like I'm not available or my boyfriend, like who I live with. And he'll see me like working away, like really late hours. And I'm like, I just have to get this done. Like I can't relax <laughs> until like I do this, but that's like a conscious choice that I made. Um, 
because I, you know, for me, at least in my belief system, like, I feel like I need to work really, really hard now um, while I'm, you know, still getting my business off the ground and getting myself out there. And I know that like that will pay off in the long run. Yeah. So I wanted to um, flip around to this question because I know you're in network marketing and I wanted to ask you, you know, what are some misconceptions that people have around network marketing and how could you clear that up for our listeners? That's a good question. Um, There's a lot, right? Because in network marketing, anyone can do it. You don't need a degree. You don't need to be, you know, male or female. Like network marketing is for literally everyone. I think for most businesses, uh, you have to be at least 18 years old because that's just how it is. Mm -hmm. Um, But other than that, anyone with any background in any financial situation in any, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, you can do it. And because of that, we get tons of people doing it, right? Which is fantastic. Uh, but some people do it for the wrong reasons. And then it kind of, um, I don't know. I just, I think it, sometimes people portray network marketing in a negative way. And I think it's sometimes because anyone and everyone can do it. And so you get a lot of people doing network marketing. Um, and then you see a small amount of people who really have this success. Right. And so with that, I think it's because people think it's easy and it's not like network marketing is not easy, but it's worth it. If it's, you know, something that you think you'd like to do. Uh, and the great thing is there's so many different businesses and services and things like that. So you have to really do your research and figure out what's the best company for you. So you have to really align with the company's values. Uh, if you do this, you have to really, um, you know, whether it's a product or service, you have to believe in it. And I think you need to be a product of the product that you're going to be offering to people. And uh, you really have to treat it like a business. And I think that's the hardest thing in this is a lot of people do this, but kind of treat it like a hobby. They only do it when they kind of have time or, um, you know, they don't fully invest in it. And network marketing is a business. You have to treat it like a business and you have to show up like a business owner. And, and that means, you know, setting scheduled time to work your business. So, you know, if you had a storefront business, you wouldn't just open it whenever you felt like it, you know, you would have hours of operation. So you'd be open maybe from nine to five, right. And you would be there and people would be able to come into your store and purchase or use your services. And I think that that's what people need to understand about network marketing is even though you're not a storefront, because mostly all network marketing companies, from what I understand are um, online and uh, internet driven, Mm-hmm. And so we tend to just do it when we feel like it. And that's what, um, where you get a lot of people talking negatively about it because they say, you know, this is a scam. It doesn't work. You don't make money when in fact you do is just, were those people actually working and putting in the effort that they needed to, to be successful? Because, you know, you see some people who in like a month can create thousands and thousands of dollars in uh, revenue and income for themselves. But, you know, that's like the 2% of people who are just, they're just amazing at everything they do. And I personally didn't fit into that 2%. I had to work like extra, extra hard to get to where I am at in network marketing. And I think that's the majority of people, but most won't stick with it long enough before they actually get to see a decent paycheck. And so with that, I think, um, you know, people thinking it's easy, it's, it's not. And it, it actually, you need to work and you need to treat it like a business. And so that's one of the things. And the other, I think is just, um, because there's so much misunderstanding with network marketing, people are very judgmental when you join this business. And I find that that's one of the saddest things about people joining this business is a lot of people quit way too early because they feel a lot of judgment from people outside their friends and family in that. And uh, that also creates bad negative, you know, messages about network marketing because, uh, you know, people will believe anything people tell them, but 
you know, I always say if, if you're interested in network marketing, don't ask your family and friends if you should join it uh, because they're not experts in the field and they'll probably tell you not to do it because they've heard so many negative things um, when in fact it's actually an amazing industry to be a part of. Uh, and you just need to actually go to the experts um, and, and, and do your proper research with your company and the industry in general if, if you're thinking about joining a network marketing business. Yeah, there's like a, I don't know if it's a meme or some like quote graphic that I always see floating around Facebook and it's like some reference to like that girl you knew in high school that's like now always talking about like mascara or shampoo or like whatever it be. And I just think it's like, I wanted to kind of address that because I just feel like it's so like judgmental, I guess. Yeah. And I was wondering like how I feel like the people that don't do network marketing right are the ones that like give it this bad rep. And so I was curious, like, how do you cultivate meaningful relationships with people so that, cause like, I know for me, for example, like I get, I have gotten random messages from people in the past and I'm like, I know they're only, I know what their motive is behind messaging me. Right. Like I know they're not trying to create a meaningful relationship with me. They just want to tell me about their product or service, which of course, if you're in business, like you've got to promote your stuff and you've got to be proud about it. But it's like, there's a difference between like you going into a store and like looking at things and like purchasing what you need versus like someone coming and presenting it to you when like you might not want to have known about it. And then you feel pressure around like either having to buy or say no. So how do you kind of like rectify that on the online or local space, whichever, like really creating these meaningful relationships with people? Well, um, it's interesting you say that because, you know, social media has turned into a big place where people just advertise everything to you. I mean, you can't, you can't go on Instagram or you can't go on Facebook these days without seeing something advertised to you. And, you know, the cool thing is people are getting into business and wanting to work for themselves. So that's the cool part about it is you see so many people wanting to take control of their lives and their finances and are, are running their own businesses. However, there's a right and a wrong way, I think, to promote yourself online and promote what you offer. And I think the people who are just looking for a quick buck by, you know, sharing all of their products online on their personal pages. I mean, it's different if you have a business page, but, um, if you're just, you know, saying, Hey, buy this product, it's for this and this, like I have it off for this amount and there's this discount and PM me for details. Uh, I mean, I've made those mistakes in the past. I think most people in network marketing have. Um, but what I've learned is that doesn't work. And, Nobody really, you know, at the end of the day, like you can go to the store and buy a great mascara, you know, like yeah. you don't have to buy it from network marketing. However, there are, you know, companies that uh, have safer ingredients and stuff like that. And that's why network marketing is so great because we can offer higher value and better quality products for, for cheaper or the same amount that you'd get at a store. Um, but with the bad rep that network marketing gets, people don't see it that way. And they just think, Oh, this person's trying to sell me a mascara. Whereas that person should have been just creating connections with people and um, not just bombarding social media with their sales. You know, I think that's where people get that wrong um, idea of what network marketing is because people are just online offering sales and discounts all the time. And you'll see that a lot at the very end of the month. So this is a good example because we're getting at the end of February. You'll probably see a ton of people who are trying to get in as many sales as they can before the end of the month uh, because they have certain goals to hit and you'll see tons of discounts and sales and PM me for these offers uh, constantly at the end of the month. And, you know, it's good and bad, right? Like you, you have to do it in, in a way that you're not um, 
Like I find if you, if you're just blasting sales online, you're, you're creating a bad rep for everyone in the industry. So not just yourself, you're actually hurting your own business by doing that because you're, you're devaluing what you offer. And like, you won't see me doing that online because I just want to create connections with people. So I'm just, I'm myself, you know, I'm my own brand, even though I'm part of a company, um, I really just sell myself and and what I offer. So people who get to work with me get me entirely. You'll get my customer service. You'll get my support. You'll get training from me. You'll get, um, you know, I'll give you all the knowledge and background. And if you have skin issues or health issues, like I help you through that and try and figure out the best products for you, but I'm not going to just sell you something just to make money. Um, I want to sell you something that's going to work for you because that's what I'm, that's what my business is about is helping people with their health and helping people with their confidence and helping people with their income. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and that's what we need more of. We need more people, um, not selling online like crazy and, and just offering their discounts, but really creating relationships with people. So for me, if I hear someone who has a need, you know, someone who says they don't have enough money or they need more income streams or, you know, their acne is really bad and, and that's lowering their self-esteem, then I'll take that offline and I'll reach out to that person and I'll create a connection and I'll say, hey, listen, you know, I, I may or may not have something for you. And then that's where I educate them about what I can offer. And then I also let them try it before they buy it. And, and, uh, and if they do just want to buy it right away, there's, there's, there's a money back guarantee. So it's all about customer service and it's about being, you know, honest and real and not just looking for that quick buck in, in network marketing. And I think that's what we need to learn as network marketers. And that's what people need to understand is, yeah, there, there will be those people online that will be looking for a quick buck. And I think it's just, they don't have the right training yet, you know, or maybe they're brand new and they're really excited and they just want to share with everybody and you know that's okay but um you know what I focus on and what I think we need to all learn as network marketers is to not just be selling selling online but really just creating relationships with people yeah and I think that's so I mean I'm probably biased but I feel like with the training that we did get early on with like the first business I feel like we really did learn about customer service because we actually like were graded on that. Like remember those calls that would go to the call center, like 99% customer satisfaction. And we really did have to like know the product or the service, like the ins and outs of it. And I think that's something that's like definitely lacking. I don't mean that like everywhere and everyone, but I just think it's really important. Everything you highlighted about really knowing the product and, and like really being of service. Yeah. I I think that's the hard thing with um, everything being online now is we're just trying to, you know, reach out to people quicker, but then we're losing that face-to-face relationship. So I think you can start relationships online, but then you you need to go face-to-face with people and really create a, a proper connection. If you want your business to grow, you need to have some face-to-face time with people. Mm, totally. I want to um, switch directions now, and I want to ask you... What has been one of your greatest struggles in your life or business? I know that's a really big question, um, but what sort of comes up for you? Um, One of them is, and we kind of touched on it already, but it's uh, just judgment. Um, when I first got into this business, you know, I was very desperate. I, my dad just became sick with cancer and, uh, and I needed more income in my life. And I really didn't like what I was doing anymore in my past job. And so I was in a very negative place and I really needed love and support. And I was doing something very out of the ordinary, like network marketing is, was not ordinary. I think it's a little more understood and welcomed now, but five years ago when I started this, I was so judged and that was really hard because when, when you're doing something to, to want to 
better your family's financial situation. All you want is emotional support from the people that you know, are closest to you. And, um, you know, the people closest to me really didn't understand what I was doing. They thought I was just selling, you know, products and it was so much it's, and it still is so much bigger than that. Like, like I mentioned, I help people with their confidence and I, I help people, you know, not have acne anymore. You know how hard as a teenager, if you have acne, like how that really hurts your self-esteem or, you know, if you're whatever, psoriasis and all these different things. Like there's so many things that people struggle with that hurt their, their confidence and their self-esteem. And then they're on the other end of the spectrum. There's people who really need more income in their life and are struggling and they don't know what to do, or, you know, they're lacking the, the friendships or they're lacking the positivity in their life. And, um, that's all the things that I offer, but I, but a lot of people don't understand that because they just see the, the, the company, they see network marketing and they think, oh yeah, you just sell products, but it's so much more than that. And because, you know, it's really about educating. And so when I get to actually finally sit down with someone and really explain to them what I do, they see what I do in a different light and they get it because they know that I'm not looking for a quick buck. I'm not looking just to sell some makeup to someone. I'm really trying to help people who want help. So if you're looking for safer products, I can help you with that, you know? And, um, and that just that, that whole industry and me coming into this, I really was judged and that was really hard to deal with because, you know, it wasn't traditional. It's not traditional business. It's not traditional at all. It wasn't a nine to five. I, you know, didn't get into this for a pension and, and this and that, you know, I didn't have all those great things, but what network marketing offered me was financial freedom. It was being able to create the kind of income I I believe I deserve with no cap to my salary. And it also gave me the free time to actually be with my dad. And, you know, and, and when he had to go to doctor's appointments, I didn't need permission from anyone to be there. And that whole industry and the people I met, the positivity that I got from that was more than anything I could have ever asked for. And so dealing with that judgment, I mean, I still, I still get judged and I've just learned how to not care what other people think, because I'm, I know why I'm doing this. I know I'm doing it for the good, for the right reasons. And honestly, other people's opinions are not paying my bills. So, you know, I'm paying my own bills and I'm figuring out how to do that on top of being there for my dad physically and mentally. And, uh, that like, that's not going to stop me, you know, other people's judgments and, and their feelings towards what I do don't matter when I'm able to pay the bills and be there for my dad. So I think that's the biggest thing I, I have really faced, um, at the beginning and, and still do from time to time, but I've just been working on not caring, um, about everyone's opinions because everyone's going to have some kind of opinion and you're not going to please everyone. And I've just learned to be okay with that. Mm, I love that. Do you have an example of like an instance where someone judged you and how you were able to stand up for yourself or, um, <laughs> uh, that might be a little personal, but I can kind of give you an overview. Um, we use fake names. <laughs> uh, well, I just, it was overall feelings. Like I'm a, I'm a big energy person. I can tell when, you know, certain people are just kind of being fake to me or, you know, don't really care about what I'm saying. Like I can, I can, feel that right away. And I just felt that with some friendships in my life. You know, I, I, when I first started my business, I had business launches and I asked, you know, my closest friends and family to come. And I said, you don't, you don't have to spend any money. Like I don't want any pity purchases from you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just emotionally want you to be there because I'm learning and I'm training and I don't want to talk to pillows, you know, like please come and be in the room so I can learn how to, to run my business. And, um, almost nobody came, you know, I had just a small handful of people come, um, to my home and, and, and honestly they got pampered. Like it was a free night. They got wine and, and, and they had fun for the people who came and, 
No one felt obligated to purchase anything. And it meant so much to me. Um, but what really hurt is the people, you know, some family and, and some close friends who didn't come. And, and it was like, I, I wasn't asking for much of you. I was just asking for your time and just your emotional support. And, uh, you, you kind of learn, you know, the sad thing when, when you get into any kind of business, you learn who's really there for you and who's not. And, uh, it sucks, but I think part of it is just them getting educated and it takes time. I think, um, over the years, as I've had more success and people see that this is actually like providing me a great income, mm-hmm. um, that, uh, they're, they're a little more open to coming to things and, and people have tried stuff that before they were like, Claudia, don't talk to me about this. And it was never me being annoying and pushy to them. And they've realized that, you know, whether you want to join me or not, or whether you want to support me emotionally or not, I'm going to do this. And some people have realized that like, I'm just resilient in that way. And, uh, and I'm not going to give up and I'm going to continue doing this because I know what this can provide for me and provide for other people. And, uh, so yeah, I think, I, I hope that answered your question, but, um, you know, and, and I still deal with it, like just having conversations with people and they're like, so what do you do? And I explain to them my, my business. And as soon as I say network marketing, they say, oh yeah, one of those pyramid schemes. Oh my God. I hate when people say that to me too. I'm like, <laughs> no, like I even have that, like, you know, I don't consider myself a part of like the coaching world online, but I know I, I work with a lot of coaches. So I am sort of in that industry. And people will say, well, isn't coaching just a pyramid scheme too? And I'm just like, no, (laughs) like it's just uh, such misinformation. Exactly. Again, it's just people not educated properly. Right. And that's where I say, you know, go to the experts, go online, you know, who are the multi-billionaires in the world? You know, Robert Kiyosaki, you know, not that he's and Donald Trump, not that he's the greatest example right now but um you know those are people who who un- who are have been in business who have been successful who understand different industries who support network marketing you know um I mean, I can go on and on and on, but those are just some examples. Uh, you know, look at investors. Where are people investing their money um, that, you know, are successful investors? You know, Warren Buffett, the most successful investor in the world. He has his hands in several network marketing businesses. And he's a very, like, he doesn't just invest in anything. Um, and, and he believes in network marketing. So, like, it, it's just education that people need. They need to understand how great this industry is. And, you know, years ago, if you look at the history of franchising, people thought that was a scam. And look at it now. There's franchises everywhere in the world. McDonald's and Burger King and, you know, Subway. Like, those are all franchises that are successful and people deem them as, uh, as, as great businesses. Well, network marketing is the exact same. It's just, um, it's just starting to evolve now. And, uh, yeah, so it's just, it's just education. People just need to stop reading Facebook for their information and actually go to proper sources and get, you know, properly educated about different industries. Totally. There's a book you might've heard of a read called E-Myth. No, I haven't. Oh my gosh. You've got to read this. It talks like about everything we're talking about, but it explains like, um, I think it's called the E-Myth, like why small businesses fail. And it really explains like in the 20th century, like when franchising, um, like how it came about and how it's like to really succeed in business, like you need to be able to like replicate your business. Um, so you're not always like a one man show, but anyways, I'll put it in the show notes for anyone listening. Perfect. And, um, sorry, my timer's going off. Yeah. It's a great, great book. I wanted to ask, do you feel like you were born resilient or do you feel like you developed that? That's a good question. (laughs) I think that just, it came from experience. I mean, maybe I was born with it. I have no idea. Um, but I think, 
my resilience came from my experiences. And a lot of them unfortunately came from either death of, of, you know, my losing my mom or, you know, my dad getting sick. I think that's where my resiliency really, um, stemmed from. And the reason why I think that is because, you know, like most of us, our family is the most important thing in our lives. And if anything happens, we're always there for our family and we'll do anything to help our family. And because I was in those circumstances and I know what it's like to, you know, grow up with, um, you know, a dad who's, you know, on a single income. And then after that, you know, him getting sick way too early in his life and, during a time when I'm still trying to figure out who I am as a person, um, it really uh, made, it pushed me and it uh, made me grow up a little faster, which, um, you know, it is what it is. I was a little bit more mature than most people my age, just because of my experiences. Like it's not saying I'm better than anyone, but I just had to grow up a little bit faster. And I think because of that, that's where I learned how to be resilient. And I learned, you know, the importance of, of being there for family and not just working my life away and doing things that I love because life is so short. And, if you're not doing what you love and you're just spending all your days either sleeping or working, then um, to me, I don't see that as like living your life the way you should. And, um, and, and, and yeah, so I think that's where it comes from is just from experience. And I think anyone who, if they were in that kind of circumstances, I was, would do the exact same thing. So. Mm. What would you say to someone who's, going through a really hard time in their business and I feel like giving up. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's easier said than done, but honestly, you know, and we learned this in in our business together, actually, Brittany, maybe you might remember the transition curve. Um, The learning curve. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's really stuck with me because when you look at a transition curve, you know, it goes up and down, up and down, up and down. And, you know, they even see this in investing and in business and stuff like that. Like, everything that that goes down must come up and everything that goes up must come down, right? So, you know, they say, um, you know, if, if you're really at a low point in your life and life seems to suck and nothing's getting better and your business isn't growing, but you're putting in the time, honestly, just keep going. Um, you, you haven't, you're just getting tested right now. Life is testing you to see whether or not you're going to quit in this hard time and whether you deserve the success that you're looking for. And I think, um, and even in life, if life is, you know, beating you up and you're not in business, keep going. It will end and you will have an amazing story to tell and you will learn so much about yourself and who you are and what you're capable of. And it's just going to make you a better person. So everything that sucks has to come to an end at some point and uh, just push through it. And I think, the one other part I would say to that is make sure you're surrounded by good people. So if you don't have good people around you, find good people or find people who are doing what you want to do or are the people that you want to be and literally surround yourself by those people because they will help you and they will encourage you and they will support you during your hardest times. And, um, and yeah, I think that's the thing is just keep going and make sure you're around really good people that um, understand what you're going through and will help you through it, even if it's just emotionally. I think um, emotionally is the, the best thing to, to be emotionally open um, and, and helpful to other people will really make a difference in other people's lives. So yeah, I think that's the biggest things. Totally. I want to touch on that too, because I remember like vaguely learning about that. And I feel like for me, that's always been such a struggle for me is like finding comfort and discomfort and finding the comfort through these transition periods. And I felt like even though I I did have a lot, I only ran action for two years before I moved to Europe. But um, when I started this business in 20, the end of 2013, beginning of 2014, like, 
even though I had all this experience and all these skills, like I still had to get over these, um, like the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the non-secure income. And I still go on these roller coaster rides. I mean, 2017 was like the craziest year for me. And I just, I was listening to something this morning and I just wanted to quote it because it was so interesting what you said about when things go up, they must come back. When things go up, they must go back down and so on. And the woman was talking about like um, money blocks, like when money runs out and there's no more client flow or customer flow. Like it's typically something that happen when happens when we're being called to grow and expand and become like the fullest version of who you are. And, um, I just thought that was really interesting because then I look at the patterns of myself and my own income, when business has been tight for me, I know that I'm being called to play like a different game, like to step up in a different way. So, yeah, I think like when you are faced with a challenge, that's when, um, life or, you know, the universe or whatever you believe in, um, that's when people, that's when your greatest accomplishments will happen because you have something to learn. And once you learn that you will, and overcome whatever challenge it is, uh, it'll actually push you to where you want to be. And it's, it's interesting because that's usually when people quit Mm -hmm. in life when things get hard and they feel like nothing's happening right. And, you know, no one knows how long that's going to take, but it it takes that extra um, resilience and grit to just keep going and be like, this sucks, Mm -hmm. but I know it's going to get better. Once I get through this, I'm going to, you know, level up or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to hit that goal that I wanted, or I'm going to learn that skill. And sometimes you don't realize what it is that you're going to be learning until it's done. And then you're like, oh, that's what I learned. That's what I needed to get through. And it's Mm. so interesting, but so many people don't make it to that point. It's just, it's disappointing. (laughs) Totally. Totally. I had an instant even just like two weeks ago. Um, and you know, in the spirit of being fully transparent, like where I was just so frustrated, like, um, I actually have a video about it on my Facebook page, but like, I was like crying myself to sleep. Just like, I like literally was like, I wanted to give up. Like I was just like four years of this, like I am done. And I went to bed, like, completely heartbroken. It was, like, the first time in four years that I was, like, I want to give up. And I just woke up the next morning, and I don't know. I had three, like, massive sales come through my PayPal. And I was just, like, wow. Like, I I wanted to give up. And, I, I like, I felt like I was at that point. And then I was just, like, no. Like, I can do this. Like, I'm good at what I do. Like, I... I have talent. I have a skill set. So it was kind of like this little universe nudge <laughs> coming in. Yeah. And you know what? They, they're always going to happen. Like nobody's going to have an easy road in business. And I find like if you're having a rough day or whatever, um, we, we say in our industry, you know, quit for a day, but that's it. The next day, pick yourself back up and keep going. Like if you're having a really rough day, it's okay to be like, you know what? I need today off. I just need to refocus or and cry myself to sleep or, you know, whatever it is. Um, but then pick yourself up the next day. So, and, and don't let it last more than a day. You know, if if you're having a, a bad time in business and things aren't going well, give yourself a break, but make sure it's just a break, like a small break. And then, refocus again the next day and keep going. Um, because you know, we all go through it. I go through it too. I have moments where I'm just like, what am I doing with my life? (laughs) Um, but it's just because, you know, I had a a tough day or, you know, things weren't lining up the way I wanted to, but then the next day, you know, after a a good night's sleep, I usually feel so much better. So (laughs) I love that quit for a day. So I know we've totally gone over. Um, This is going to be one of the longer interviews, but I just didn't want to stop the flow because I just feel like there was so much important things that we touched on. And I just think it's going to be so valuable for the listeners. Claudia, tell us a little bit about where we can find you and what you have coming up in the spring. 
well, I, I'm actually working on a lot of things that I can't talk about yet. Um, so I will have like a website and stuff like that coming up. Um, but I think the best way to, if, if, even if you have just questions or you want support or you need like a cheerleader or whatever, um, I think the best way to find me right now is just through my social media handles, um, whether it's Facebook. So my Facebook name is Claudia Carolina um, or my Instagram is Claudia Carolina underscore underscore. So you can definitely um, reach out to me on my platforms for now and soon probably, you know, I can't really put a date to it, but I'm thinking by the end of the year, I, I have some, I wish I could talk about it, but I have some really great things going on that are outside of my, my current business, but are going to really align with my business really well and will give so much more value to people. So I think if you want to stay updated with what I have going on, just add me onto social media. Um, but, uh, in, in my business, um, what, I mean, I always offer this, but in April, I'll be doing a new 30-day challenge. And so we have that on Facebook. So again, you'd have to uh, send me a message on Facebook and I can add you into this private group. Uh, but every so often, I do 30-day challenges where I help people with their health and wellness. So people who are trying to lose weight or eat better, um, you know, have some accountability partners. So if, if you're looking for something like that, definitely reach out to me online about it. And um, I mean, I... A disclaimer, I, I will, um, you know, if, if you're trying to lose weight, there are products I can offer you. Uh, however, if you're just looking for an accountability partner, our 30 day challenge group is fantastic for that. So, um, I think those are the things that I can offer right now. If you have any questions about health and wellness or beauty products, stuff like that, again, you can reach out to me and I can give you my, my website to my, um, my direct link to my business, but, uh, social media is probably the best place to um, to stay updated with what's coming up for me in the future. Cool. That's yeah. so exciting. Well, thank you so much, Claudia, for being here. Oh, well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And um, I just, I think you're doing so many amazing things, Brittany. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Brand Interrupted Podcast. I so appreciate you and your time. And to show that appreciation, I want to give you a free gift. Head on over to www.untamedrevolution.com forward slash gift to get instant access to my free four-part video series all about using the power of story, vulnerability, and resilience to make an impact and grow your business. We'll see you next week on the show. Bisous for Paris. Ciao, ciao.